Welcome to John Wayne Lie to You, the storytelling podcast featuring me, your road warrior, road dog, road hard, put up wet, dry, and a mossy bank of dewy goodness, John Wayne. That's right. Here I am. Wow. Back. I am back, everyone. I'm. Uh, thank you for hanging with me. Thank you for being there with me and for me. I'm back in the studio of evil, as you know, here in Wayne Manor, where I reside, off in the West Wing, where everything is a little bit more evilly. So here I am, back. If you guys have been following along at home, you know I've been on the road for about two and a half weeks uh, with uh, the great and powerful Nick P by my side forever and ever. And man, what an adventure we have had. Um, if you didn't listen to last week, if you're just joining me, if you're new to the podcast, if I just met you uh, in Pennsylvania at Monster Mania or in Vegas this, uh, the week before or whatever, you're just checking it out. If you haven't listened to uh, last week's episode that has the recap from Las Vegas, um, I highly suggest you check that one out. Um, to give you a little bit of context coming into this one, not that you need it, but it, it just kind of uh, shows you the whole, it gives you both halves of this uh, wily, wild adventure that we uh, and I have been on. But now I'm back, so um, I got a bunch of great interviews coming up for you guys on the uh, Awesome Dude for Life Boner Bonus Podcast, which is on my Patreon. So... Hey, if you're you are new to the John Wayne family here, guys, I do have a Patreon. You can check it out. Shouts out to all my Patreon supporters. You guys rule the school. You're keeping me alive out there. I couldn't thank you. Uh, I can't thank you enough. It's uh, been amazing, and I appreciate the support uh, immensely, immensely, immensely. So if you are interested in checking out my Patreon, maybe give uh, old Uncle Johnny a, a little bit more uh, support there, a couple bucks here and there. You can go to patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead and uh, check out all of the tiers of the things I have there to offer, kind of all kinds of good stuff, giveaways, free things, stories every month. But every single tier comes with access to the Awesome Dude for Life Boner bonus podcast in which I talk to artists from around the country and the world even that I meet uh, while I'm out there of all different disciplines, you know, actors, writers, musicians, uh, models, meteries, I don't know, all kinds of things, all kinds of people I meet and talk to. So it's been... uh, it's been awesome, and this, uh, of course, this trip has been no exception, but more on that later. We will, uh, let's see, thank you, so check out my Patreon, patreon.com slash johnwayneisdead, and uh, I very much appreciate it. And uh, yeah, so I've been on the road all this time. I've been out there slinging it, slinging it, slanging it, and banging it. Um, oh, one good thing that I, I want to announce up top before I forget, too, is uh, with all my uh, narration and, and voiceover stuff I've got going on that I've talked about uh you know, many times on here or as it's been happening, as I've been doing it, I was talking last week um, before I left, I guess a few episodes ago before I hit the road that I wanted to get the Death Packs and Left Hand Paths narration finished before I left uh, so I could submit it because it usually takes up to 30 days for them to approve it on, you know, Audible and and all that stuff so you can, uh, so the book goes out there and and can be for sale and and whatnot. But, uh, so I did, I finished up Death Packs before I left um, on that Wednesday, I think I finished it up Tuesday night and sent it all in and submitted it. And, you know, uh, I got to Vegas, like, I don't know, it was like not even a, a week had gone by and they approved it. So that's awesome. So I, I guess the more that you're in the system and, and, or, or something, um, maybe you get 
bumped up in the mix there. Maybe they look at your stuff first. I, I don't know. But it, it came up very quickly, which was um, which was very uh, encouraging to me because now it's like, okay, I got to get all these other books that I have the, the digital rights to, my books that I own the digital rights to, narrate those, get those up there while I'm doing some other books. I've picked up some other books too. We'll announce more about that, that later. But yeah, Death Packs and Left Hand Paths is available in audiobook form on Audible, um, also to buy on iTunes or Amazon, just to buy the whole audiobook, you know, you can do that. And it is narrated by me, yours truly. And uh, it was a lot of fun to do. That's one of my favorite, <clears throat> you know, Death Packs is a book that I will suggest to people at the table when they're like, what's your favorite book? Or which one do you like the best? You know, that kind of thing. And you know, that's a hard question always because you're like, you, you don't want to say like, well, these ones suck, but this one's good. You know, you like all your books. It's hard to, to say that. But the way I do it is kind of, I like to go to Death Packs and Left Hand Paths for that as the answer to that question because I feel like it gives you a lot of like what I do in, in one book right there. And it's a quick read. You know, it's got it's got the, the, the occult type horror. It's got some humor. It's got some magical realism, like all the little the things that I kind of like to use in my style are all in there. So it gives you a nice little, uh, I feel like a, you know, here's the, the John Wayne, you know, here's what you get, get you're going to get, you know, expect this type of thing from, from here on out. So I always go to that one. So it was, a, and it was also my first Grindhouse Press uh, publication, which is incredibly special to me that, uh, that I would, you know, when I got on to got Grindhouse Press and had, you know, them publishing, my my stuff it was uh, it was awesome. I was so stoked to be uh, on Grindhouse because I loved the work that was coming out of there so much. So that's also why it's special. And um, yeah, and it's just it's fun. It's a good fun book. So check it out if you haven't already. If you if you've owned it and you've just read it, maybe you want to check out the audio version and hear me read it and do all the voices and all that kind of stuff. It's it's a lot of fun, and uh, I appreciate that as well. So and and keep uh, keep a lookout if you. I think you can follow, like, if you have an Audible account, you can, like, follow my name or something, and anything that I narrate or whatever will come up, like, go, oh, just John might put this out, narration book, um, and, because I'm going to have all this stuff coming out, it's going to be, uh, hopefully coming out quick, so, on with more business, so, like I said, I've been on the road, guys, this has been a whirlwind of, of a trip, a uh, great time. And um, another another long one out there, but that's all right. That's and there's more to come. So uh, this was just uh, another notch in the uh, bedpost, I guess you could say. Uh, and you're just a line in a song, Fallout Boy. So yeah. So this week I'm not uh, I'm not gonna go in. We're not gonna do the the tarot reading this morning or or anything because I'm already a day late or two day. I don't know what day is it. Tuesday. I'm a day late with this podcast because I was driving all night um, and, and stuff. So. We're just gonna, you know, we're just gonna talk about what's going on and how this adventure uh, all went down. So, before we do that, though, um, I do want to, you know, like I mentioned before, the awesome dude for life boner bonus podcast that I do, where I uh, interview other authors, artists of all kinds that I meet. So, what I've been doing lately is is dropping in a, you know, a chunk of what 
happens this week on that episode, so you kind of get to know one of my guests that I have, see what the whole show's about. If you like it, hey, you come on over to Patreon. You can even join the Dollar Beer Club, which is $1 a month to get you access to the podcast. And uh, and then if you like my my guest, you could check out their stuff too and, and kind of give them a little support and see see what's up with their whole deal, uh, dealie and dealio. So this week... Um, before we get into the whole, before I, I unleash this adventure, part of the adventure on you, uh, we're gonna. I want to play a little bit of a conversation I had with um, another author that I met recently on the road and had on the podcast. Uh, Thatcher Cleveland is his name. I met him in Chattanooga, and if you um, have not heard how the Chattanooga show <laughs> went, uh, I encourage you to go back a few episodes to that recap where it's like Chattanooga not going to work here anymore. Um, you know that was I, by not pointing nobody's. I don't know whose fault it was, but or or if anybody can be faulted. But no one came to that convention for some reason, and it was very very slow and sad. But we still had a lot of good times, uh, just clowning around and playing songs and drinking beer and just cutting up while we were there. And I met a lot of cool people, and Thatcher was one of them. And since he's a fellow, you know, brother Seamus author, uh, we got to talking, and I was like, well, could, you know, get on this podcast, man. Let's chat about your stuff. So. Uh, let's listen to a little bit of the conversation I had uh, with fellow author Thatcher Cleveland. But yeah, no, I do I do mostly genre fiction, um, a lot of horror. Uh, I'm working on an urban fantasy uh, short story series. Mm. Uh, I've got a uh, <clears throat> a comic series that uh, I like to call like a post apocalyptic fantasy series, and uh, a lot of other stuff. Kind of you know just hanging out in the hopper. Um, but yeah, that's generally like all the the cool genre stuff and weird i don't you know i uh it, it says on my banner uh writer of things creator of stuff and i joke because i'm like yeah i don't you know i don't want to be tied down to anything and that that's kind of how i feel about uh fiction writing you know is you know if i get an idea for something it's you know oh is this going to be like a crime thing is this going to be a science fiction thing is this going to be you know like a supernatural mystery kind of thing so mm. i like to, i like to kind of just go where the cool shit takes me cuz you know i uh, i i like a lot of cool shit you know so yeah absolutely and i i find like uh i know exactly what you mean um there's like there's a few authors that i really uh, admire and look up to that do that that write across genre you know it's, it's still genre fiction but you're writing mm -hmm. across like crime and horror and extreme and uh it's always like the quality of writing that is what allows like that to happen like um seamlessly or successfully i think you know mm -hmm. if, you, if there's somebody that just writes so well and you like their writing it doesn't matter if they venture off into crime when you're only like into their ghosty stories you know you'll, you'll follow them <laughs> over there because the writing will sustain that you know mm -hmm. uh itself so yeah for sure that's that's definitely uh the way to do it um now so we met in chattanooga but you don't live in chattanooga right or no i what live area uh, do you live in i live just south of nashville um right outside of a uh smallish city called murfreesboro yeah. Uh, which is at this point basically a you know commuter hub for people going to Nashville. Um, so yeah, I was you know one of the reasons why I was so keen on doing that show is that you know Chattanooga is like an hour and a half away from my house, so it's pretty much just like get on twenty four, mm -hmm. drive until you get to Chattanooga, lose an hour because of the time change. Which I remember you talking about that on the show. It's yeah. su it's super annoying being this close. So to, weird. 
Yeah. And it just like, it, and like, you know, like you said, like it's, you pretty much cross into city limits and it's like, bam, you're in East coast time. Yeah. Which, you know, I grew up in East coast time. I'm a, I'm a fervent believer in, uh, really enjoying East coast time because I'm a weirdo. Um, so it's always nice to be back quote unquote home. Um, but when you're doing, you know, going back and forth every day, it's, uh, you know, can be a little bit of a pain in the ass. That's, so, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> I imagine I was talking to you about that. I was like, damn dude. So like you're losing and gaining hours, like going back and forth. You're, mm-hmm. you're going to travel through time, dude. You know, you're, <laughs> well every, like, I, you're going to pass I, yourself coming and going, man. Yeah. Yeah. I could, well, that would, that would involve traffic going better. Cause I, I real by, by Sunday afternoon when I came home, Oh, yeah. I, uh, you know, I, I looked at my girlfriend and I was like, okay, I've, I've driven a lot of places. I drive to a lot of shows. Um, this stretch of road on 24 between Nashville and Chattanooga is the worst fucking stretch of road I've got. Cause it's all two, it's all just like two lane highways with yeah. a shit ton of semis and people that don't know how to drive on two lane highways. So that like a recipe for fun yeah no yeah i i understand that sometimes like sometimes we're driving i'm like fuck man where did all these trucks just come from out of nowhere and you have to like i don't know do all this maneuvering and sometimes it's like dark and crazy shit out there um i'm not gaining and losing hours like you are like you're trading (laughs) bitcoin or something but it was uh but it was an experience out there, I'll say. Mm-hmm. We uh, we had a, like, you know, if people listen to my recap on it, you know what happened. But we'll definitely talk about it. It was pretty bad. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It was pretty bad in that no one showed up. Not our fault. It wasn't one of those yeah. things like you and I talked about. It. It's not like, well, at least it wasn't something, we, you know, we did. You know, we, mm-hmm. It wasn't like tons of people walking through, just blowing past us, get, throwing trash at us. And stuff. It was just like, <laughs> I wish we yeah. could that would have happened just so that I could have felt something, but no, it was just dead, man. It was just, nobody was there. What yeah. the fuck? What happened? What do you I think? Don't, yeah. I don't know. I, um, I, I mean, I, I kind of, you know, plucked the show sort of out of thin air. Um, like I didn't, I didn't want to do any shows until like I was fully vaccinated. Um, because like I've got family members that are um, like extended family members that, you know, have the whole immune compromised system. So we wanted to be really, you know, we, we were very hunkered down in 2020. Um, and so it is really nice to be able to get out and cause like it, 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 it helps your creativity too. Like you don't Ooh. feel like you're just sitting in a bubble. Um, so I was, you know, I saw the show. I was like, Oh yeah, let me, let me jump on the show. And I was actually, I was actually waitlisted for it until the Monday beforehand. Um, and then they were like, Hey, we've got, we've got, we've got spots. And I'm like, all right, cool. And then, you know, you get there on Friday and it's like, yeah, no shit. You've got spots. Um, (laughs) (laughs) which, you know, and, and again, like, I don't, I'm not trying to knock on the dudes putting on the show because I will say, even though it wasn't super well attended, like they had, you know, the, you know, th- there were people like they were, they were, they were doing the work, you know, there was programming. They had a good amount of volunteers going around, checking up on folks. Um, but yeah, you, I don't, yeah, was, I don't know what it was, it was. It was the best run dress rehearsal for a convention ever. Now <laughs> that's the best when opening night comes, it's going to be, <laughs> wow. You know, well, like, yeah, it, 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 they, but you know, they were like running around like that guy that was like a nice guy that was putting the tables. You know, we originally were supposed to be right next to where Tony was, my my mm-hmm. table. 
And he was like, uh, uh, I don't know, what about over here? And that's why I was like, put me on this wall, dude. I want to be against this wall down the aisle. That's going to be cool. And then he's like running around and like he had to like, uh, like it seemed like he had a with getting your table. He's like, uh, here, can you do, you know, like that was an issue. Yeah. But then there were still like empty tables and shit, uh, which I was like, okay, what the hell is going on uh, with yeah. that? Yeah, it was it was it was weird because I like I think they they thought I wanted a booth, which looking back at that show now, like I don't know what constitutes a booth. Like yeah, if it was, was just like four tables like in a square and like there were a few people like that. But you know, I I'm certainly not prolific enough to require a booth. You know, I'm fine, you know, give me a table. I've I've done half a table, I've done folding card tables at shows, you know, I can make pretty much anything work. Um, but yeah, like he, you know, when I was like, yeah, I don't, you know, I don't need a booth. Just like a table's cool. Um, yeah, he just kind of like grabbed the, you know, I, I think, I don't know if it was a table that was near you and then just kind of like dragged it to like the six feet distance. Um, Oh yeah. Yeah. He was like two tables by us and we were just using it as a staging place. And then he, yeah, yeah. pulled it. That was cool. But, and it and at first I was like, all right, this could be, you know, kind of a shitty place. But he was like, oh, no, the entrance is like right here. It's going to be right here. And I'm like, all right. I, you know, but uh, yeah, I and, and I'd heard like there was a, a guy that I've tabled with or that I've tabled near uh, that was at the show. His name's Eddie Price. Uh, he's a, an artist. He does a lot of really cool stuff. Um, and I had run into him at my first show back a couple weeks prior to the Chattanooga show in, uh, in Huntsville. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he was like, you know, we were, we were sort of catching up and he's like, yeah, you know, I'm doing the, the metrothum or however you pronounce it. Um, like it took me forever to realize what they were going for. Metropolis. The name. Yeah. Like, literally like they had a banner, like, like a, like a standy banner near the, uh, near the entrance that had like, you know, Batman and Superman on it. And that's when I was like, oh, oh, that I thought I thought they were just like really into city ham or something, you know, it's like just... the Metro ham. Like what? Yeah. It's like the Simpsons and walking out, looking up at the <laughs> naked lunch. And Nelson's like, I could think of two things wrong with that title. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it was the stupidest. I mean, they have to know that was the stupidest name ever. Yeah. Like, like it was just. It, like you said, if it took you that long to get to you, you know, who, how many other people were like, yeah, man, I'm going to the Metro ham. Like, what, 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 <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Just bad, bad. Uh, it made it confusing. Maybe people didn't know what that was. The Metro yeah. them expo. It should be like comic horror. Fuck, fuck yeah. you expo or something. You know? Well, and, it, and it's funny. There's two other shows in Chattanooga and I haven't done either one of them, but one is uh Chattacon. Which okay, Ooh. that's a that's that's a that's a con, that's a convention, and Ooh. then the other it's one of my it's one of my favorite con names for absolutely no reason. It's called Conanuga, like, <laughs> and I'm just like that's so like you can't be called you can't call a show that anywhere but Chattanooga. So it's like they saw it, they on, plucked now. it out of the air, and they're just like Conanuga, man, let's do it. See Anyone? that? <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's hilarious. It, it cracks me up every time I think about it, but. Anywhere else, it's like carny games and fucking snake, <laughs> snake oil salesmen and shit. That's all the con, the cono fucking verse or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but that was a sad. And you know what? It was. Uh, I think we also 
commiserated over like coming off of some good shows like yeah uh, and then and then this was like a real you know real good check of like oh yeah well mm-hmm. just kind of bust you back down me at least i mean speaking for myself i'm like oh yeah, yeah. oh this no. is how it is you know you got your don't fly too high to the sun on wings of wax and shit you know you gotta fucking stay humble so but it was fun yeah. it, i had fun that's all i could because there's nothing you could do to getting mad at that point was so mm-hmm. futile it was like nothing like a waste of energy yeah. so we had fun i started like super drinking on saturday I played a bunch of songs and shit and uh it was fun and we i mean yeah. our our hotel room left a lot to be desired. Motel I room. know. I, I I heard I heard that part. Of the, you know, I was like, Jesus Christ! And now it's like there were a few times like when I was leaving, like when I'm you know because I drove home every night. Um, <clears throat> like all right, I'm gonna get like I need to get gas or like I need to like let me just get some shitty fast food to eat you know on mm-hmm. the way home, and I would always and I would end up in these neighborhoods where I'd be like, man, I don't know about this neighborhood, and. Clearly, you were way like you, what the what your hotel sounded like was maybe five or six levels below these neighborhoods where I'm like, ah, do I want to do I want to sit at the Wendy's? Dr-? Now I don't know if that just means um, you know I'm a, I'm more more skittish than you are or what, but I was just like I was I was listening to that so I was like, man, alive that uh, hoping it was pretty gross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we like adventures. I mean, it was definite. It was certainly one. All right, there we go. Uh, that's a little bit, a little taste of my uh, conversation with fellow author Thatcher Cleveland. So please check him out on Twitter and uh, everywhere else. Sounds like he's going to have uh, some dates out there on the road as well. So um, check out his stuff. And maybe if he was in your town, you go see him and you say, uh, Uncle Johnny sent you. You know what I mean? So on to the adventure. Um, to the story portion of the show, as you know, uh, or don't know, I every time I go to a convention, I always uh, recap it in the story portion of the show and tell you all how it is. And this shall be no exception. Uh, so without further ado, uh, ladies and gentlemen, coming hot off the heels of the Las Vegas Days of the Dead 2021 recap, I give you the Monster Mania Oaks, Pennsylvania, two-day outdoor 2021 event recap. So, uh, yeah, if you remember from um, last time, last uh, episode, if you listen to the Vegas episode, then you know all about how uh, Nick P and I drove from Vegas to Pennsylvania to my mom's house uh, up in the mountains there to visit her for a, a day and a half before we came down to Oaks, Pennsylvania, which is basically Philadelphia. It's like north of Philadelphia, suburb of Philadelphia type of thing. Um, you know, it's it's pretty it's pretty close. So y- you could say like we were going to Philly after that or whatever. But that like I, I cannot stress enough how much of a bitch and a beast of a drive that was from Las Vegas to Pennsylvania. Jesus Christ. I don't know who we thought we were, but we've become something completely different after, after making that drive. Um, I, I believe like, you know, that's like going to war, you know, changes a man or something, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, I'll never be the same again after that drive. And I don't think Nick will either. It was, uh, uh quite an undertaking, but we fucking did it cause we're bad motherfuckers. And that's just all there is to that. Uh, but yeah, so we, we got there, um, 
uh, after we spent a nice time uh, at my mom's house, we, you know, out in the woods, out in the country, I mean, in the mountains, there's nothing out there. I mean, it was like silence and, and, and wolves and bears and shit. But that, that was a nice, like, little reset for both of us. And I think we talked about that a little bit on the last episode to just, like, like take a breath for a second. Because everything's go, 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 go on these trips anyway. But especially you throw it in the in the crazy uh, blender of insanity that's Las Vegas. And it's, like, double, t- you know, it's, you're, like, snap, crackling, popping all sorts of ways in all times of day. And uh, it's it's even more insane. So that really did us good to, to sit down. And of course it's, you know, excellent to see my masa and, uh, and Mark and Aunt Carol and, uh, Whitney and all those people shouts out. If you even listen to this, who cares? But yeah, it was great time. And I had a, I had a blast. And then, uh, you know, actually we got there and my friend, say my cousin Evan was leaving from, from where we got to my mom's house, like to go to Utah. And we had just like driven through there and I was like, good fucking luck, man. Um, but yeah, so he got there safe and everything as far as I know. But so that beat, we talked about the drive. It, it was it was awful, um, but we did it. The drive from my mom's to uh, <clears throat> to to Monster Mania, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me, was only about three and a half hours. But it was through like windy, twisty country roads. I, I don't know why we didn't hit a freeway sooner, but um, but we didn't. So so okay so monster mania let me like give a little bit of context so monster mania is a a big convention that you know big horror convention that happens here they usually have two shows i believe one in pennsylvania one in maryland and one in pennsylvania or maryland and somewhere i don't know but i signed up for i got onto the maryland show that was supposed to be in 2020 so of course we all know i'm i everything gets rolled over and canceled and all that kind of shit it just kept rolling it over. So I'll still be on that when it happens. But they, um, in the midst of all of this, of everything kind of semi-coming back, the organizers decided to throw this two-day outdoor kind of, you know, I guess a scaled-down version of what Monster Mania uh, usually is. And so it came about a couple of months ago. They announced it. They put it out there. They gave it to, like, they sent, like, an email to... I know, like, the people who had tables already first, because I remember I got it, and they're like, don't say anything, but we're offering this to you guys first, and then we're going to announce it, blah, blah, blah. And I looked at it, and it was cheap cheap tables. I think the tables were, like, $110 or something. Uh, don't quote me on that, but that's a lot cheaper than usual than a table usually costs. And um, it was a two-day, like, Saturday, Sunday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. event outside on these fairgrounds, and... I remember looking at it and I was like, um, oh, let's see where I'm. I'm in Vegas the week before. I don't know. Eh, I'll, I, you know, and I just kind of like, maybe I'll think about it, but probably not going to do that one. So smash cut to like me in Nashville at full moon and, uh, Kira of, uh, Hansia Co, the lovely and talented Kira, uh, uh, Ashley's sister, Kira and Ashley, the sisters, the crystal sisters, you know them. Kira comes stomping, storming even, over to my booth in the middle of a Saturday, the Saturday at, in Nashville and says, do you not want to succeed? Do you not want to be the best? Why, are, why don't you have a table at Monster Mania? This is easy money. This is a big convention. They will buy your stuff. What is wrong with you? And I, she's like, get a table right now. Get out your phone. I'm sending you the link. And I was like, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So I got on my laptop and actually sat on the floor behind my table and got it, you know, behind the table that I was there and 
got a Monster Mania table. So I was like, okay, I'm going. And that was also when we were like, oh, man, we're going to make this drive. It's going to be so cool. And then it was like, oh. But anyway, that's how I got onto this. But this this was also different in the sense that, number one, it's outside, which, yeah, I've done some pop-up outside markets and I've told you guys about, but those are usually one, those are one-day things. Those are, you just come, you go to the brewery or wherever it's at uh, or the bar, wherever they're holding it, put your shit up for a few hours, you take it home, you're done. This was, you had to bring all your own stuff, your own table, your own chairs, and since it was outside, you had to have one of those pop-up coverings, which I, you know, just so happen to have and been uh, using it lately. Uh, so that worked out well. But the, originally, they were like, you have to, set up and tear down both days like fully tear down fully set up fully tear down well my booth you know it's it's got a lot of bells and whistles especially stuff that i add but it's all easy stuff i don't have to build any like grid walls that people have or actually you know that where they put shelves up or or shelving units on their tables and and uh you know box up toys and unbox i don't have to do any of that stuff my i have a lot of things but my setup is relatively streamlined for me to to pick up, put down, whatever, it doesn't matter. But I was thinking, I was like, man, it's going to be such a bitch for a lot of those, um, a lot of the vendors that have just all kinds of things and, and they have to pack them and unpack them and all this shit. I was like, that's going to be a mess. But it uh, turned out that they uh, d- they didn't, um, they ended up changing that. They said, like, uh, they sent us a thing a couple weeks before that said, all right, we're going to hire a guard and he's going to sit here in the parking lot and make sure nothing gets fucked up and no one breaks in. So you don't have to tear your stuff down. So we're like, all right, you know, I don't know, you know, at your discretion or whatever. So I, that. I was like, well, I'm not definitely going to leave my books outside because the, the heat, humidity and stuff bends the covers. It makes it all weird. But I was like, well, at least we don't have to tear everything down. So that was cool. So we get there that Friday. Um, Nick and I recorded that podcast. If you listen to the, the podcast from Vegas... I'm picking up right when we were done recording that podcast. So we, you know, we had gotten there, you know, we kind of, I, I went to the gym and, and just like fucking sweat my balls off. I had to like do some kind of crazy workout from just being in the car for all that time. And then I, I, uh, you know, both of us like just sat in the room. We were there. I was like, dude, we got to record this podcast. So we did the Vegas podcast right after that. I'm like, all right, let me see, uh, what Kira and Ashley are doing for to eat right so we're like let's go we're all go grab something to eat together uh because the we didn't this is only saturday and sunday so we don't have to do anything on friday night no setup nothing no vending so we uh we get with them i'm back and forth with them they want to go to this you know some bob evans place i don't know what it is turns out it's closed we can't go we go to buffalo wild wings and we're having some beers and some laughs then these this uh couple other guys that are at this table next to us or, or close to us I guess one of them approached Nick in the bathroom which is weird but cool and I asked him if he was here for Monster Mania and like they were here too it was their first time vending and they were you know here they like yeah like we want to meet people and hang out so Nick you know we're cool we're like hey come yeah come sit at our table and shit so these dudes like they buy us shots and uh and we have some drinks and they tell us all about their their record label and, and whatnot that they're doing and uh the artists that they have these these are pretty cool pretty cool dudes man they were they're very nice uh generous to buy us drinks and then uh we're like and you got to keep in mind you know nick nick and i have been 
we party we can we can have we have a high tolerance regardless but we also had been in party mode for a you know for a while already we were coming out of vegas you know we did regroup a little bit but just a little bit so now we've had a few beers some shots and we're like well just they're staying in the same hotel as us so we're like hey come back to the room we'll have some more beers and shit and like these guys part of their deal was they had they were selling champagne uh, with different like horror labels on it, some something that they had made. So they, uh, we go back to the rooms. They come up and they're like, bring they bring some champagne, and so we all got beers and champagnes. I'm just like smoking, you know, smoking bowls like I do, and we're chatting and being loud and talking about this stuff. Soon, uh, you know, before I know it, they they bring up another bottle of champagne, and we're just talking away, drinking, and then another, and then my friends, a fourth bottle of champagne, uh, they bring up to the room. And we are just getting white girl wasted. I mean, we're like, woo, champagne, bachelorette, and all that shit, you know? Uh, not really, but I'm like, man, we're drinking champagne like we're fucking balling out of control or something up here. Uh, you know, but it's just like four dudes in a room like, hey, yeah, we like to, you know, you guys like this? You know, we're like all just hey, talking like a bunch of dudes drinking champagne. I, I don't know. Uh, but we had fun. We did have a lot of fun. But... um. Load in for the the convention was at seven. Started at seven, you had to start loading in, and like everyone had numbers and 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 all coordinated by colors and numbers and shit that you had to go and it, it seemed like it was going to be complicated. Ended up being great, but uh, we still we had to get up early, you know. Um, don't be calling me. I don't know who that is. Uh, we had to get up early, so uh. You, I think everyone out there uh, has a pretty good idea of what uh, what happens when you drink a lot of champagne. Champagne is pretty notorious for giving you a hangover the next day because it's uh, got sugar. It's sweet. Uh, I guess the sugars in it and the the alcohol content um, tend to just like anything. But for some reason, champagne's like got a superpower where it just takes all of your. Uh, liquid from your body dehydrates you and just smacks you in the face and calls you a little bitch because you were drinking champagne all night but um and and, it, and like i'm sure a lot of you could agree with me that are listening to this champagne can do that to you now nick and i are professionals and um while we are not immune to its effects we are able to uh suck it up uh, we, i just i was like man i know i'm gonna feel like shit just get up when the alarm goes off i could get in the shower you know, pour down, I fucking poured, uh, I had saved a Red Bull I had in the fridge. I just like slammed that just to get some caffeine going. And I was like, all right, get there, start to set up. It is hot as fuck already. Uh, but Nick and I are like, as we're loading out, we're going to the car. Nick's like, man, do you think those guys are all right that we were partying with? I was like, I'm sure they're all right. He's like, man, wouldn't it be fucked up if we come down and like, they're being hauled out on gurneys and shit. And like, well, I just thought that we were laughing our asses off. Call, started calling them the gurney boys. Um, but they're good dudes uh, anyway. But yeah, so we, we go load it, load in. And um, I just, as soon as we're setting up, it's outside. Like I said, we're putting the pop up up, you know, and we're getting it all together. And I just like crack, I have to crack a beer there going. You get that little hair of the dog in you. That's how you do it. Right. Do that, I, and then I we got it all set up, and I'm like, all right, Nick's like, I'm gonna take the car back to the room and you know, get a, you know, take a shit and get some coffee, whatever. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that that just go. 
but let me sit in the car. So I sat in the car and just like smoked a big old bowl, took a couple minutes, and you know, everything came back into focus and was good. And I was like, all right, let's go. I jump out there and and don't worry, old Uncle Johnny slammed about 14 bottles of water uh, as well while I was doing this. So I was got super hydrated. And of course I have my cup from um, my darling dear Amanda and Jeremy's uh, Southern Sun Boutique that uh, I fill with water constantly and drink just like I am right now. Mm-mm-mm. So I'm good, man. I'm, I'm like, great. I'm like, all right, let's go. I get set up. I stop, I'm cutting up with all the people around me. I meet all these people. Shouts out to the Wiz and Danielle and Christian. These cats around me were awesome. And you know me. You know, I'm just like making jokes, tracking jokes. Start drinking. I'm giving beers to everybody, you know, because we got to get it going in our corner. We got we to gotta have a, a good time over by, by our, our, our whole group. And everyone was down to have a good time. But I start walking. I'm going to go. I'm going to do a walk around. West. West Southerd is there, the great and powerful Wesley Southerd, 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 uh, also was there as he was with me in Vegas because he lives in Pennsylvania. So he comes over, finds me, we start chatting. I was like, let's do a lap, dude. So we go start doing a lap. And I explained to him what happened the night before with these dudes we're partying with. I'm like, I need to find these guys and make sure they're okay. So we're walking around, we're walking around. Um, I find the girls, uh, Kira and Ashley, you know, we find where they are. Right next to them is my man, Chad, Chatty Daddy. Uh, dude, that is another announcement, guys. Gonna that's gonna be uh coming up this week. I have m- metal iridescent tarot cards of my of my designs, four different designs on the iridescent metal uh thing. So stay tuned. I'm actually gonna drop a little video about that on my social media, hopefully today or tomorrow. Um, but the the thing is, they will go up on the site on Friday, which is uh this Friday, the twenty something. Uh, 28th, I believe. Um, or tw- 28th, yeah. So, anyway, I picked up those from Chad, talked to him for a while, looked at him, they're badass. I was super stoked on him. And then we go walking around some more, you know. I find James, Spider Legs, Vampire Man out there. I find, uh, uh, no, that was it. I, I then, you know, I, I can't find these dudes. So I go back, like, to the table and, Shit starts, you know, it's 10 a.m., things start happening, people start coming in, and I, I, I gotta say, I think I started selling some shit right away. Now, here's another thing, right, set up right behind where I was, there was just, like, one row of, of vendors behind me that were facing, you know, we were butted up against each other, facing out the other way, and beyond them was, like, where the DJ booth was, and it's just this old dude playing, older dude, playing music from his laptop type of thing, but it start. He started the day with something atrocious from the '90s, some kind of like a Three Doors Down type song or whatever. The very next song, I'm like, this is awful. Next song that comes on is "Can I Take You? Can You Take Me Higher?" by Creed. I lost my shit. I turned around and just started screaming, "No, no Creed, no Creed!" And people are laughing and shit. Like, yes, thank you, thank you. So the Creed went away, ladies and gentlemen, and um, he played, you know, it was, a, it was a decent mix of, you know, kind of the 2000s, early 2000s, some some late 90s, new metal-ish type of, of things uh, with some new stuff thrown in there. So it, which is to be expected at a horror show. It was it was fitting once he moved to that type of thing. But yeah, that was I was like, there's no way I'm sitting here with Creed blasting behind me at any point during this day. Now. Some people, like, now when Wes came over, it was like, man, how are you fucking, you have to yell over this music all weekend. 
but I did I did but I I guess I yelling anyway so it, it didn't really bother me too much because then when songs came on I was just singing the songs and shit and dancing and uh, all kinds of stuff back there but uh, it starts you know some people start coming in I start getting some sales start getting some stuff going having a good time and it starts to get hot as fuck quick now we're in Pennsylvania. You know, I'm used. To, we're used to the heat here in Texas. It's hot as we're. It's hot, man. Yes, you want to talk about heat? We got it. We know what's up with heat. It's hot, but it doesn't make us immune to the heat. Plus, we know we're not. We're not having any outdoor event like this in a 90 degree, 96 degree, or whatever it was, Houston weather because it's it, the humidity would. Everyone would just die. Um, this so there wasn't like a lot of humidity like there is here in Houston and, and the, you know, by the coast here. But it was just still hot. Like, just because there was no humidity didn't make it not hot, and it didn't make the sun not bright as fuck. So, like, you know, and the sun's moving uh, across the sky, as it does, uh, you know, Copernicus. And uh, the shadows of our, of our pop-ups are, are moving. I'm trying to, like, stay in the shade. Like, I don't want to get burned. I'm a vampire. So... It, it's just hot. I mean, it was so hot. At one point during the day, I was just, I felt so hot. I was like, I guess this is what people talk about when they're like, oh, yeah. And then his brain dried up from the heat and he died. Like, it was just, um, no, it wasn't that extreme. But it was like I was sitting there and I, like I said, I drank a lot of water in between beers um, as well. I wasn't that stupid. Uh, but, I, oh, I also did, oh. Check this shit out. You guys know I'm always like bitching about how oh you get to you know you pay 25 bucks at the booth and you can have you for electricity if you're a vendor if you need extra internet you pay this much and you get some fucking whatever and I'm always like I just want to pay the bong hit fee so I could just stand behind my booth and take bong rips whenever I want and I don't have to leave I don't have to go outside and people say like well what's going on I'm like oh I paid the bong hit fee don't worry about it uh, but this I there, I was doing it I made it a reality because we were outside. And I was like, you know me, I'm like, well, I guess they'll tell me to stop if they don't want me to do this. So I just start loading bowls, smoking bowls behind my table, standing there, just hey, I'm holding court and shit. Um, but yeah, so I smoked behind my table all week, which was excellent as well. Man, that helped a lot. But yeah, I'm drinking a lot of water um, in between all this. It is super, super, super hot. And as the day is going on, the people, people are coming up to me like, you know, other vendors that I know. I took, I think I took like one walk and people are saying how slow it was, how they weren't doing very well. And like people were getting pissy and saying like, oh, these people over here are leaving. Some of these people are going to pack up and leave tonight. They're not coming back. And I was like, huh, that sucks. Cause I was actually doing really well for, you know, I was like, I feel like I'm doing pretty good for the first day of this, you know, and, and there was still a couple hours left when people were telling me this. But I guess some people just, it's different for people all the time at these conventions and you have to give it time I think as well to to just like within the first four hours or five hours of a thing be like this fucking sucks you know I understand that maybe a lot of people are gauge things on okay by this time I usually have this they do this enough uh enough times in enough places that they can gauge uh things that are like okay well now if I don't hit this by this then it's going to be a bad show or whatever metric they're using. But I'm telling you, the metrics are gone. Like, we have to get rid of them. 2020, like, threw the board up, the Monopoly board up in the air, and, and you have to fuck start over, dude, because 
people's mindsets are completely reset in the way that they're going about things consumer wise, I think. So we have to like we can't really at least I at least this is the way I think. This is just the way I feel about it. You know, I, I there's no I can't go back and look at other things and be like, well, I did this and this and maybe I don't know. It's it's new. It's different. And plus, like my shit's like growing now. So I, I'm you know, I'm showing growth, which is good. Um, but I can't really predict that too well right now. So but anyway, who fucking cares? I'm there to do my thing and I'm doing it. And I was just like, wow, and people are really getting pissed. Like some people were really packing their shit up to leave. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? You have a whole nother day. There's like all there's two two or three more hours left today. Whole nother day tomorrow. You know, let's just chill. Let's all let's all just fucking take a step back. But you know what? People are getting punchy and, and mad because of the heat. You know, it was so fucking hot. Some people were just like they just were like that was uh, that was also adding to the frustration and like adding fuel to the fire, I guess, no pun intended, of their rage. You know, they're hot, they're not selling shit, and there you go. Then the, the, the snowball starts tumbling, and, you know, you're down on Bitch Fest Mountain. Not me, though. I was doing really well and having a good time. So um, by the end of the day, I was happy with what I had made, with, with what I had done, uh, how many books I'd sold and whatnot uh, for the day. But let me tell you, there was not a goddamn person there that was ready to do anything after that day. And I don't blame anybody. Like, nobody, like, no, we're not going out. Nobody's, nobody, any, nobody I talked to was going out to do anything. It was like shower, food, sleep, po- sleep slash possibly die of if heat uh, exhaustion. But, uh, yes, we just went back. I was so sweaty. Like, you know, I'm wearing jeans. My jeans are sweaty. I'm fucking sweaty as shit. I have to take, like, 11 showers. Uh, I'm in there in just a cold shower trying to just cool down. I didn't get that sunburned, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I I wore a little bit of sunblock on that day on Saturday because I borrowed it from the Wiz, but Sunday I didn't have anything. So, and I'm I'm sitting pretty right now, so pretty. Yeah. So we ended up just man going back to the room, taking showers, eating some Bob. We did Nick and I did eat Bob Evans that night, uh, chicken sandwich, and I was out like a little baby light bulb uh, after we watched some Creed 2. And uh, wow, what a, what a movie that was. I liked it. But uh, yeah, it was nobody was doing anything. The sun robbed us of all life force <laughs> for the day. So the next day I get up, we have to check out of the room and shit. But the floor opened, or the, th- floor, the thing opened at 10 again. But I, I didn't even get up till like 9.15. It's across the street from the hotel. Uh, I don't have to, you know, I, I, t- I took down most of the shit. Like I took down all my books. I took that, all those back to the room, uh, back to the car. And then we lowered the pop-up down like a lot of people did. So it, uh, you know, covered like the table, but I took all my shit back there with me, but it wasn't a big deal. I was like, this is going to take me no time to set up. I'm not getting up early. I'm just going to get some rest. And that's exactly what I did. I just got up. I took another shower, nine 30 or whatever. And, uh, Nick, Got up and he he dropped me off over at the fairgrounds with my shit because he was gonna come back to the room because still another hour or so for him to get his shit together and I just went out there and set up man and it started slowly opening and um once I got set up it was like immediately I think within the first ten minutes I sold th- somebody bought like a three the three book combo thing that I sell and I was like all right we're off and running and uh, and by off and running I do mean off and running because we I was I couldn't leave the table. 
at all. Like I hours were just going by and I was people were coming up. I was talking to people. I was selling books in between things. I was like cutting up with the people next to me or, you know, there was just no time to leave the table. It was awesome. If you came by my table in in Pennsylvania this past weekend, you rule. You're super rad. I appreciate it so much. And uh, I hope I hope you enjoy it. And uh, I, I had a good time. I hope you guys did, too. Yeah, it was it was a really great Sunday and it was busy as hell. Now, let me tell you this. A lot of people did leave that night. Um, and I talked to Chad, who talked to, to, to the powers that be, and they're like, yeah, he, they came in last night and took note of everyone who left, and they're not going to be back at another Monster Mania convention. Like, that shit's hardcore, man. You know, and you got to stick it out. I don't understand. I just don't understand that kind of attitude, especially when, you know, I, I know it can be tough sometimes, but, you know, it, it's – that's how it goes and to not even give it a chance for the next day you already paid you're already here your shit's already set up what what do you have to lose you know but that's just how it goes so what was actually cool about that was straight in front of me all the vendors had left like four vendors had left so there was this big space that when you walked through like the main thing you looked over boom you just see me down this row it's just like uncle johnny right here you know, so that was pretty sweet. The wind got away from us a little bit. I didn't have any weights to weigh down my thing, my my pop-up. So it, like, started blowing over one time. People are jumping like we're Superman trying to pull it down. And uh, my man, uh, Tony, from Next next Door uh, was helping out Danielle with her, selling her art at the booth, which is awesome. Uh, he helped me out with fucking getting all these rocks, and we zip-tied shit to the, weighed things down with rocks, zip-tied it to the, to the, legs of my pop-up so it wouldn't fly away again that was touch and go for a little bit we <laughs> we were nick and i were joking that like we had to take down the banner too because the banner was just acting as a sail we we're joking about like uh the wind just taking it away and you know it, it gets sucked up by a you know ends up cra- like causing a major catastrophe like airplane crash and they rip out from the from the uh fucking wreckage it's my banner <laughs> that caused it and they're like oh who is this john wayne is dead very morbid but uh funny to us so it is a hot fucking day uh again and i'm sweating balls but i'm doing my thing having a great time talking to a lot of people meeting uh seeing people i haven't seen in a while uh and and just having a great time. But before I know it, it's winding down towards six. And like a lot of people are putting up early. Some people are leaving, start leaving at four, five. You know, um, we started packing up. When people started driving their cars into the fairgrounds to just like put their shit in their car, it was like, all right, I guess we could probably move the car over here. So Nick moved the car. We packed the shit, you know, slowly packed the stuff. And it was like 530. We're pulling out of there. You know, we said goodbye to everybody, kissed all the babies, shook all the hands. Um, but here's the thing. We're leaving to go home to Texas, to Houston from there. So there's no room to go to. There's no stopping to take a shower. There's no nothing. Just get in the car and drive, which usually is fine. That's what we do. But I was so hot. Like I was so hot. I had to like put my head in front of the AC vents and just blast it to try to cool down. I was drinking water. Um, and I was just sweaty as fuck. It took me so long just to stop sweating it felt like and then i just had to like wear these sweaty clothes and sweaty ass hair and shit all the way back like 23 hour drive uh type of thing 
But that's rock and roll, people, and that's the only way I like it. Yeah, it was filthy, and I was a scuzzy, scuzzy maniac. But that's all right. We in that drive, you know. Anyway, all in all, I did very well. I I'm thank you guys again. If you came and bought a book uh, from me in Pennsylvania or in Las Vegas uh, last week, uh, week before, I mean. Um, Thank you so much. It was a very, it was a successful trip. Uh, I did really well, and I, like I said, I keep just going out there and doing it. I keep seeing this growth little by little, and it's it's very very encouraging, and it's uh you know, it's awesome. So I appreciate the support, and I thank you guys so much for always you know giving giving me a shot, coming and uh, checking out what I have to say, and uh you know and giving a shit. I really appreciate it. So. Yeah, but the drive back was not that bad uh, until, again, until it started getting to the end. Like, you're so anxious to get home, it's just the last, you know, you're like, all right, eight hours. Well, that's that's not too bad. That's like working a shift if you had a job type of thing. And then it's like, God damn it. You know, it just seems these seconds are just going backwards or slowly, slowly moving. We left, so we left there. Like I said, about 5.30 or so, we get back in Houston at 4.30 p.m. on Monday uh, afternoon. No worse for the wear, but pretty worn the fuck out. Um, and and that was it. You know, we I just, like, took, took a shower again, ate uh, salad, big salad, and pretty much went to sleep. So that was my, you know, that was it. That was the conclusion. I got back here, and I'm now set and ready to hit the road again uh soon um end of this month i think i go back out so i'll be home for a few couple couple weeks here and it'll be good uh, i will enjoy it very 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 much but uh yeah so that was the recap i have to say that monster mania's outdoor event was very successful um not just for me i felt overall there's a lot of people there they sold out all of the tickets the the lines for people there to see Doug Bradley and Tom Atkins, who were just two of the celebrities there. Um, those lines went on for literally hours. Literally, people were waiting. The line just lasted for hours. Because I know, because it was right by my where my shit was, and I could see them, and I'm like, look at that fucking line, man. I mean, they were moving it, but it just... It, they had. I'm not saying, like... I mean, the line was there for hours. Like, people were moving through it, but it just, it just didn't shrink. It just kept those lines kept growing so there's it was successful i really do uh think it i i so shouts out major shouts out to the monster mania people um and i can't wait to uh be in maryland at the the show there and you know see the whole the whole shebang when they when they put it together um and it's going to be great and i actually have to look at what date that is and add it to my calendar on my webpage because i don't think it's there uh but yeah so again it was a great success thank you guys all uh, who checked checked me out uh, on the road and everyone else uh, at home who's been following along with the adventures? You know, I I put all my stuff on my Instagram story. So if you follow my Instagram at John Wayne is dead, uh, when I'm on the road, you can see all the crazy shit that I'm doing. I, I try to put stuff up there to give everyone uh, updates of how it's going out there for me uh, because I appreciate that. Appreciate the support so much. Uh, but yeah, I think that that's that's our uh, podcast for today. That's the wrap up. I've got to get here, get get here. I've got to get back to work here and get some more things going um, and uh, get right back on it. No rest for the wicked or something where whatever they say. I'm not sure. Uh, 
But again, yes, check me out on my Patreon, patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. If you want to get some goodies and um, get access to the Awesome Dude for Life Boner bonus podcast. But of course, you can find everything under the sun about John Wayne at johnwayneisdead.com. Uh, go to the show's page. See if I'm coming to your city soon. Uh, come see me. We'll party. Uh, check out the the shop page on there. All my books are in stock. You can get them from me there. Records, T-shirts, stickers, all that kind of great, great stuff. And they come straight from me. And uh, I sign them and send you a lot of extra goodies and stuff because uh, you rule. And, yeah, so that and all. Uh, thanks for listening to the podcast. And follow me on all social medias at John Wayne is dead at John Wayne is dead. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. I will uh, next week. We'll be back to the format uh, at hand. I will do the tarot readings and all that stuff. But today I just wanted to keep it light, you know, and just tell you guys what happened and and, uh, you know, get on with the day. So thanks, everyone. Uh, I will see you out there soon enough. Bye. (laughs) 